Thanks for tuning in to The Big Idea. I'm Michael Anderson. We've got a great show for you today. We're talking about the Ventura County Medical Center and also the Ronald McDonald House for Charities of Southern California bringing the family room to the Ventura County Medical Center. As always, we hope to make the next 30 minutes a very good investment of your time. Today's show is brought to you by GEICO Local Office, car and homeowner's insurance for the 805. You could save up to 15%. Call Greg Mock of GEICO Local Office, 805-487-7847. Let's jump right into our interview. I'm very pleased to have Kim Milstein, the CEO of Ventura County Medical Center in studio, along with Amy Towner, also here in studio, and Bruce McGee from the Rotary Club. It's wonderful to have you here. Thanks for coming into the studio today. Thanks for having us. I want to talk about this very exciting thing happening for Ventura County and for Southern California. A lot of people are not aware of the impact this might have, but there is the Ronald McDonald House for Charities of Southern California is partnered with Ventura County Medical Center to bring a family room. And talk about what that is and what that means for our region. Thanks, Michael. You know, we couldn't be more excited to be chosen by Ronald McDonald Charities to represent their brand in Ventura County. As you know, there's no other Ronald McDonald house in the county right now, so we will be the first, and we're very, very excited about that. The room is unique. We, I think we all know the concept of the Ronald McDonald house, a house where you can go as a family and stay while your child is having some serious illness. The room is actually a room within the hospital, so it's really just steps away from the unit where the child is on, but allows the family to have both respite and sleep. So there's a a two-room concept here, which is unique for the Ronald McDonald Charities at VCMC. We have a quiet room where people could take a nap, get a shower, uh, just really spend some quiet alone time, which is often needed for parents. And then there's the family room itself. And that room is more like a big lounge that has a kitchen area, cooking opportunities. It has a game area. It has TVs and couches, places for the kids, the other kids in the family to play games, watch videos, play video games, just really relax as a family away from the clinical unit. That's so important. And it really fits with the model of care that we deliver at VCMC. Obviously, we care for the patient's physical needs. That's really primarily why we're here. But we recognize that we are whole people. And so making sure that we care for our patients means we have to be cognizant of their emotional needs, of their social needs as well. And this is really a tie to that. So in addition to caring for the family's child, the child and the family's physical needs, we're able to give emotional support to the family and give them time to still continue to function as a family in a time of crisis. I think that's wonderful, Kim. I'm so excited to see this come to Ventura County. Amy, tell us about how this happens. What, as far as from the funding and what we're doing to get this here and what the partnership looks like, how do we bring it together? We bring it together, Mike, by everyone coming together. And that means the county, our community, the hospital. It's a collaboration. So it's a lot of philanthropy all coming together. It's kind of what America was built upon. So the county, of course, and the hospital, they dedicate the space, which they've been so generous to doing. There'll be almost 2,500 square feet of existing hospital space that has been repurposed um, after the hospital replacement wing project, the North Tower. And then community, which is community partners like National Charity League Juniors and our Rotary Club, which we're going to discuss in a little bit. They've all come together as a collaboration to be able to like organize the walk. The walk will be something that we'll do annually. This will be the inaugural this year and then community partners there has been legacy gifts etc so it's a combination of 
county giving space and the hospital saying, yes, we can do this together and operationally this is how we're going to do it. The walk will ultimately end up covering after we get it constructed, the operational costs and the ongoing costs and then community will need ongoing community support for you know snacks for the kitchen, meals that can be delivered, ways that we can show these patients and these families that we care about them and their worst nightmare. That's wonderful. And the event that's going to be taking place on April 7th right here in Ventura is called Walk for Kids. And the money that's raised from this event will be going toward bringing this here. It's going to happen, but it really would mean a lot to have the community support making this happen. There is a website. It is walkforkids.org backslash Ventura. So you can sign up to walk. You can still get a team, host a team, join a team, all of these exciting things. So definitely take a look at this walk for kids, uh, walkforkids.org backslash Ventura. And we will talk more about that at the end of this interview. What I want to do now is jump into the Ventura County Medical Center and also the Santa Paula Hospital. So Kim, you're the CEO of this organization. Give our listeners a background of essentially what this means for the hospital and that care, and then also in general, how the hospital is doing. So we'll go into that as well. Oh, thank you for that opportunity. I love to talk about my hospitals. I've had the privilege and the honor to be the CEO of our hospitals uh, in the county for the last four years, and it's been a fantastically exciting four years. As I think the whole community knows, we opened up a brand new hospital in late 2017, which was really just a reflection of the huge amount of support that our Board of Supervisors have for health in the community. Ventura County Medical Center has long had a commitment to pediatric care. And I think that's one of the core reasons why Ronald McDonald Charity saw us as a, as a partner for them. Michael, you may not know this, this is not well known, but over half of the children in the entire county are covered under our system mm. and receive care in our system. And that really is a special place to be. There's, there's nothing more devastating to a family than the illness of a child. And so it's a really sacred responsibility that we have to make sure that we're bringing the best care possible right here in Ventura County. So that's a commitment that we've made and that's an investment that we continue to make. We We've long had a pediatric unit that has been um, very well known and very busy. We have reopened our pediatric intensive care unit last November in our brand new hospital space. It's absolutely beautiful, fantastic physicians working with us. And and to be honest, it just demonstrates the need that we had. We really anticipated a volume when that, that unit opened. What we're realizing is about four times the volume that we anticipated. That to me says there's four times as many children who are being served right here at home as opposed to having to drive out of county and sometimes 60, 70 miles away into LA. So our PICU is really a a fantastic portion of this. But to prepare for the PICU, we also invested a lot of time and energy in making sure that we have the right physicians to care for our kiddos right here in the county. We have a dedicated pediatric surgeon who really has brought a lot of value to be able to keep these kids here in the county and not have to leave. Our pediatric diagnostic center, which is our peds clinic right on campus, is just an amazing place with all of the specialties that our children need, including high-end ophthalmology, where we have physicians from CHLA, Children's Hospital Los Angeles, driving up to Ventura County to see Ventura County kids right here at home. 
And I would be remiss if I didn't talk about our Children's um, Center for Cancer and Blood Diseases. Dr. Francisco Bracho has been long committed to this county, and, and we have been able to help kids who are suffering from cancer or related blood diseases right here, as opposed to a daily drive down to CHLA. So when you look at the whole spectrum of pediatric care that we provide from the well baby care to outpatient care to inpatient care to intensive care, we really do cover the full gamut for families in their time of need. That, I think, is really why Ronald McDonald House saw us as a, a very significant partner to them, and we're proud to carry their brand. I mean, this is really an amazing uh, tribute to the care that for over a century we've provided, and for more than a century to come, we will continue to provide. And as far as Ronald McDonald, how many of these family rooms or family homes are in the Southern California area? Typically, the Ronald McDonald family homes or family rooms are affiliated with children's hospitals. And very few of them are affiliated with public hospitals. So as a public safety net hospital, this is really a a special thing for us. We're the only public hospital that will have a family room in the state of California. And that's pretty special. And it really speaks to what we believe is the need. I would love in the long term, and this is again where our community partnerships so come into play, the, the National Charity League Juniors have supported us for many years with Dr. Bracho's cancer clinic, as well as raising funds for Ronald McDonald House. I know we'll talk to Bruce from the Rotary in a few minutes, and the fact that the Rotaries are coming together to also support this is truly amazing. So I really do envision that in the future, we would have a room and a house. And that, I think, will really be what Ventura County needs. Well, that's wonderful. I'm, I'm so touched by that. And I think that this is going to be a, a, a very big deal. I mean, thinking about families that are going through what, what a family goes through. I've, mm-hmm. I've seen the photos. I've talked with Dr. Landon about this. And, and it's really a phenomenal facility that's going to be here. That we're, we're lucky to get it. And they're lucky to have us as a partnership that it really is going to be a nice thing. In addition to, to Ventura County Medical Center, I know some things you guys normally share is that the family medicine residents program is a very distinguished program. And then also the trauma center for for West Ventura County is also extraordinary with the team that you guys have there. Can you speak to those as well? Absolutely. Um, You know, this is our 50th year anniversary of our family medicine residency program. So for 50 years, we have graduated 15 new physicians every single year uh, to care for patients in Ventura County and across the nation. And in fact, in some cases across the world, we do have a pretty unique program um, where our family medicine physicians get a lot more exposure to care outside of the clinic setting. So they don't just spend their time seeing patients in clinic, but they really are integral in the services provided in the ER, in our obstetrical services, in delivering babies, and in across the hospital with uh, with our inpatients. We're very pleased to have that, uh, that program, and it really has become a core part of our training mission at VCMC. Our trauma center is about nine years old and really has changed the face of VCMC. It's an amazing, amazing thing. Thing. I, I actually have stood in the hallway and watched as the trauma team gather together when a, a super critical patient has been brought in. And it's like a dance. It's really just a magical, very coordinated effort with the patient at the heart of it. We see about 1,200 traumas a year. Uh, nobody wants that, but I think it's really comforting to know that if you or a family member suffer from a traumatic injury, we are right here in your community and ready at a drop of a hat to serve your needs. I will just segue, if you don't mind, Michael, we had a really interesting case that happened, and I think it was covered quite well in, in the news. But the day after we opened our new hospital that that did include some studies, inclu- including some interventional radiology work, uh, we had a little kiddo in Oxnard, 
probably the nightmare of a family. One thing you would never want to experience, uh, he got run over by his dad's car in his driveway. Mm. So he was rushed to us. Had he come the week before, prior to our interventional radiology facilities, we would have had to transfer him out. He probably would have uh, had some pretty deleterious effects for the rest of his life. Because we had that capability and that physician, we were able to get him immediately into that interventional room, able to treat his injuries, embolize the the condition that he was having. He went home four or five days later and is back at school with his his normal life. So again, that just speaks to the rapid way that we're able to respond to injuries, adults, children like, and really just restore health. That's really fantastic. A lot of people wonder about healthcare nowadays with costs going up so much for insurance and things like that. And and you guys at Ventura County Medical Center are you essentially provide care regardless of where they're at. How does that work or can you speak to that? Sure. You know, we started in in the 1800s. The Board of Supervisors at that time actually was responding to a smallpox outbreak and built a hospital. And that commitment has never wavered. So we are the safety net system in the county. We have long been that, and we're proud to be that. So what that means is we treat everyone regardless of your ability to pay. So payment is not a factor when you come in. Obviously, if there is an insurance source, we will make sure that we use that insurance source. But if there's no insurance source, we treat everyone. And and we actually focus to make sure that the people in the community who, who really do struggle with access for a variety of reasons, whether it be a documentation issue, whether it be a lack of insurance, whether it be remote um, locations without the ability to transport. Uh, So we build programs specifically to reach to these underserved communities. We also onboard people to Medi-Cal, the Medicaid product here in California. And we do everything that we can to get people connected with healthcare, regardless of what insurance they do or do not carry. From the business side, how does that work to then be paid for providing those services, having not having payment on the front end? Can you talk about that a little bit? You know, I think there's a fallacy that exists in the community that we are funded completely by Ventura County taxpayer dollars, and that's actually not true. Less than 3% of our funds come from the Ventura County General Fund. So we really are an enterprise, a hospital like any other hospital in the county that has to figure out how to pay for its own operations. So where there is a billing source, and obviously Gold Coast, which came with the expansion of, uh, of the Affordable Care Act uh, here in Ventura County, is a strong partner for us. And, and we work very closely to make sure that people get onboarded to Gold Coast wherever possible and get cared for by us. We also are able to participate in some state and federal programs that don't just give us money for the sake of giving us money. Uh, Back in the old days, we did get what was called disproportionate share funding, uh, which was related to a disproportionate share of uninsured patients that we would see. Nowadays, we actually are paid based upon quality, which I think is the better way to be. And so there's um, there's several programs within the state. Uh, It's usually called the Waiver Project. And um, we're able to meet some clinical criteria and get additional funding for that. The one example I'll give you is Ventura County is a pilot project for the state in a program called Whole Person Care. Only eight counties in the state did receive funding for Whole Person Care, and Ventura County was one. So what we were able to do with that is build things like the shower pods that you may have heard about that travel around to different places in the county and allow homeless people to have some dignity as a predictable place where they can go shower clean up get hot food get some clothes get some replacement clothes have laundry done things like that but most importantly we've created a registry in our whole person care project that has onboarded about 600 
chronically homeless people in attempts to try to get them rehomed, in attempts to make sure that they get health care. The other piece that I'll mention is, is actually a, a collaborative project that all of the hospitals in the county put together. So we all joined together to fund what's called a recuperative care program. It's based at the Salvation Army on Oak Street in Ventura right here. That's a program for patients that um, usually are, are chronically homeless, don't have a place to go when the, it's time for them to be discharged from the hospital. The Salvation Army, the uh, Human Services Agency with the county, and other community benefit organizations bring wraparound services as well as health services to that location. So we are able to discharge a patient to a place where they get all of the wraparound services that they need. So the key success to that is we have been able to permanently house 70% of the patients that go into that program. So to me, that is an accomplishment that speaks more speaks to the way that we extend our concept of healthcare beyond just treating your broken leg or your your appendix and it's really about getting a person back to wholeness and uh, and that makes me really proud and and that's what's exciting to me. I'm glad that you share that. And a few weeks ago we had the CEO for Livingston Memorial um, Nurses Association on the program. I really like what they had to share. And I want to ask you one question about that with regards to either end of life or recovery from something that happened at the hospital. How do you integrate, and, and as the population ages, the baby boomers, how does that work from your perspective and how well is it going or what should people know? The state of California enacted legislation just at the beginning of this year called SB 1152 that requires hospitals to make sure that they conduct certain activities before they discharge patients. I was probably, one of the most proud moments for me was when we looked at that new legislation and we looked at what we already do, we were pretty spot on. There was very little that we had to do and develop. We created a brochure that just really emphasized what we've always done. So care for that patient, again, just goes beyond our doors. So as patients leave, we are looking not just to say, okay, goodbye. We are looking to family to see how the patient's going to be cared for. We look at their social needs. We look at their safety needs. We look at fall prevention. That's something that our trauma center really focuses on to try to keep people in their homes longer, but in a safe way. We partner with folks like Livingston. I have the utmost respect for Livingston. And the hospitals in the county and the home care agencies in the county have formed a collaborative where we each share information with each other and we hold ourselves accountable to some pretty high quality metrics. That's what it takes to be in that collaborative. And so we're proud to be able to work with those home care agencies that meet those quality criteria because we know that when our patients discharge, they're in really good hands when they go to whatever home they're going to. Well, that's wonderful. I appreciate you speaking to that and I know that's a growing concern for the aging population mm -hmm. is wondering how do I deal with some of these either end of end of life care or in home health care and I think it's neat to see services become more and more available so I want to go back to the event we opened with we talked about the Ronald McDonald House for Charities of Southern California partnering with the Ventura County Medical Center to bring the family room right here to Ventura County this is such a big deal and we're talking with Kim Milstein Amy Towner and Bruce McGee here in studio. Amy, tell us about this uh, family room and then also the event. I want to highlight that in a little more detail. Okay, great. So the family room, as Kim said, is going to be located inside Ventura County Medical Center. It'll be the third family room concept in the state of California. 
and it will allow families to stay close. The, the idea is keeping families close. With over 2,000 new visits just this year alone in the Children's Center for Cancer and Blood Diseases, we have a neonatal unit that has been around state-of-the-art for, I believe, 40 years. Some of those children are in our NICU for almost three to four months. So this will be a place of respite for them to come uh, so that their family members can, you know, dads dads come home from work and they want to see their kids and they don't have to travel down to L.A. or, or farther in order to get care. And there's an event that's going to be supporting raising funds for that. That's the Walk for Kids. It's on April 7th. We'd love for you to walk or donate or get a team, join a team. Uh, but walkforkids.org backslash Ventura is where you can go to learn more about that. Bruce McGee's here. He's the assistant governor for the Rotary District, um, the Rotary Club. And Bruce, talk to talk to our listeners about how Rotary has gotten involved with this project and why you see it significant. Thanks, Michael, and good morning. I'm excited to represent 400 Rotarians in this area in seven different clubs who are working together to help organize and support this event. Uh, Rotary's all about working together. Uh, We see the world where people unite and take action to create lasting change across the globe, in our communities, and in ourselves. Uh, This is a perfect opportunity for Rotarians to help inspire other folks to get involved with this event, support the event, raise funds, and get out and walk. Rotary's committed to supporting this each year ongoing. That doesn't mean that Rotary will come up with the money. That means that Rotary will help organize and provide walkers and uh, thus sponsorship and funding for the walk. Now the walk's going to start, uh, registration and festivities begin at 7 a.m. on April 7th, and then the opening ceremonies awards will kick off at 8, 8, 10, and then the walk will begin at 9 a.m., and that's uh, April 7th. But we'd love for you to get more information, walkforkids.org backslash Ventura. Amy, I know a lot of the community has come together. You've had events at the hospital. A lot of different organizations and people are coming to see what the plans are. Highlight for our listeners what this is going to look like and who else is involved and how it's coming together. Oh, I would love to. Yeah, lots of different community partners like National Charity League Juniors and Rotary. But essentially, if I could walk you through, you would walk into the hospital and you would go up to our second floor, our dedicated women's and children's floor. There is pediatrics, NICU, PICU, and then you just steps away is the Ronald McDonald family room concept. And as, I, as we shared before, it will be separate spaces. So there'll be a space, a quiet space where you can nap. Maybe dad is getting off work and checked on the kids and needs to get some work done, but can't do it in the family room space where the TV is going on and kids are playing. So that is our quiet space, our place of respite where they can kind of have a quiet space to recharge, if you will, just steps away from their child's bedside in the hospital. Just 163 lineal feet down down the walkway, there is the family room. There is a family room concept that overlooks Loma Vista Road for the, the local people listening. And the, the space will include a kitchen, a, a dining room table, a family room, gaming space, and this will be the space for the families to gather. And the reason why this is so important is because when you have a child that's suffering from an illness or a disease, 
it's incumbent upon us to create this space for them to heal one another because they understand each other because they're going through the same challenges. They have their families, you know, sometimes they have their the siblings that are going off and staying with other family members or friends. Sometimes they don't have that option. Um, as Kim said, we have a lot of families and community members who are local but have a real trouble with um, transportation. This is another issue. So this family room really provides a home away from home for these children and their families so that they can stay close as they fight diseases and illnesses and, and get back home where they belong and together. And when is this going to be operational and functional and what would you like our listeners to do to support this? Ooh, we're hoping that it would be 2020 to break ground in 2020. That's what we're hoping for. Of course, you know, that's yet to be seen, but we're that's that's the big hope. We would really appreciate you going to that website that you that you shared and signing up to be a walker with you, your family, your friends, sharing it on social media forming a team yourself if it's if there's not one that you see that you want to to join and sponsorships our goal for this is $125,000 and i believe t- together Ventura County can do this we've seen this and this is a way for us to be able to care for local families and even families who are coming to visit our beautiful, beautiful county. And let's say there is a trauma and they get transferred to our trauma hospital. How do we want those visitors to feel when they come here to Ventura County? Very important. Michael, after the fires, a lot of people in Ventura County are looking for volunteer opportunities. They're not sure what to do. They want to help. This is a perfect opportunity for the community to get involved, talk to your workmates, talk to your friends, set up teams to come and walk and support this wonderful opportunity. And I want to say that this family room will help treat the disease of cancer in the family where chemo can't fight. It's in the mind and the heart and the soul. And that is that is what this is all about. This space is going to help treat those families. A very special thank you to Amy Towner, Bruce McGee, and Kim Milstein. And you can sign up to help. Uh, kids do walk free. Children under 18 are free for this event, but registration is $25. Uh, we'd love for you to be involved. Go to the website walkforkids.org backslash Ventura. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the program today. That does it for our show. Thanks for tuning in to The Big Idea. Our feature interview was brought to you by Boyd & Associates, the largest family-owned security company in Southern California, established in 1967. For your home and business security needs, visit boydsecurity.com or call 805-650-3267. Also, thank you to our nonprofit spotlight, Brought to you by Era Energy, powered by safety, innovation, and community. We help keep California moving forward. Well, that does it for our show today. Thanks for tuning in to The Big Idea. Don't forget to find The Big Idea on iTunes and other podcast platforms. Subscribe, rate, review, and share. Thanks for listening. Have a great week.